0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Radio show. The Rifleman Radio show tries to bring you the, the uh, most current and up to date information that we can about the Appleseed Project, which is sponsored by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Appleseed Project is the sole project of the RWVA and is dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship courses in the United States today. we uh, Every weekend of the year, somewhere within reasonable driving distance of you, is an Appleseed two-day rifle marksmanship and American Heritage weekend course. And, uh, as I said, it's the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship course in the United States today. I don't know anybody that teaches Uh, the course like we do now Uh, uh, from what I understand you know a long time ago the uh, uh, NRA other organizations did but right now we're the only organization that does this and we've developed it into a fine art we do a great job we have uh, uh, a huge number of extremely professional instructors and uh... It's This is an all-volunteer. It's a nationwide all-volunteer grassroots organization, and the volunteer instructors are donating their time, as I said, every weekend of the year. Somewhere within reasonable di- driving distance of you are a group of men and women who have decided to donate uh, their weekend in order to instruct folks in the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and at the same time, teach them about their American heritage, teach them about their history. And the Appleseed instructors, even though they're all volunteers, have gone through a tremendous amount of training before they're uh, on the line under a red instructor's hat. I mean, they've gone through a tremendous amount of uh, instruction. Most of the organizations, I'm not going to mention any by name, but most of them – Will require between ten and, or eight, really eight and uh, and say twelve to fourteen hours instruction before you can be a certified instruction instructor. An apple seed uh, before you're running a line on your own with a red hat uh, or a green hat. At that point, you usually have uh, up to eighty hours plus of uh, instruction. So they've donated more than just that weekend in order to get to that point. Uh, they've already donated uh, two 40-hour uh, work weeks in order to learn their craft so they can bring you uh, the the highest quality of instruction possible. <clears throat> and the Seed Weekend, as I said, you will get the, uh, the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. And when I say fundamentals, I'm not talking about the basics. The basics are uh, uh, this is the barrel, this is where the bullet comes out of, this is the butt stock this goes against your shoulder and, and don't get the too reversed and that's the basics once you learn that then you can you can pretty much toss that the fundamentals are the things that you're going to need no matter where you are on your uh on your shooting career, your shooting path, you'll have to have the fundamentals in order to make the shot. You're going to have to understand uh, uh slings and how to build a stable shooting position. How to determine your natural point of aim and shift it onto the target. How to execute the shot by the six steps. Inches, minutes, clicks, and how they pertain to your rifle. Uh, Target analysis in order to understand what you're doing at the range. Most people go to the range, and uh, they'll shoot a box of shells, and they go down and look at the target, and there's a few holes in there, and and they look at the target, and I I see this all the time, folks, Will kind of uh, look at the target and they'll look just a slightly bit confused, and uh, and they'll look around and then they'll look back at the target and they'll look around and they'll uh, and they won't know what they're really supposed to be doing. So they pack everything up and go home. All right, been to the range. I shot a box of shells and uh, you know I hit the target a few times. I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know that much about what happened. I don't know really why I hit it or why I didn't, and uh, and I guess I'll just have to be satisfied with that. And what we tell you is that you should never go down to the target line without getting the data from that target and being able to apply it to your rifle. That's the whole point of target analysis and inches, minutes, and clicks. So you're going to get a great deal of instruction on the uh, two-day courses, including a, a rock-solid foundation of safety that's one of the things that we don't we don't usually talk that much about as far as when we're touting the program but we have a very very safe program and we've layered it in safety and we're going to teach you how we do that and why we do that so you're going to get a good solid foundation of how to handle a rifle safely uh, what the four safety rules are what the six criteria where a safe rifle is uh, when to handle a rifle, when not to handle a rifle. Uh, it's going to be a, a good solid foundation of safety because you're going to get it nonstop for two days, and uh, and we do a like I said a fantastic job of this. <clears throat> All right, uh, I've managed to to get my chat my chat program to open. I have no idea why it uh decides to open this time and it usually doesn't ever before, but it's open. So I can see what you guys are are reading. I'll try and keep an eye on that. So if you have any questions, uh you can post it there if you don't want to call in. However, if you do want to call in, you're more than welcome to the call in number is 347 3088790. 347 Nine zero and Kirk, if you could post that in there because uh if I start trying to type i'll just I'll stop talking. You guys are welcome to call in during the evening uh if you have questions, uh, we'll be glad to take your questions or comments or if you just want to listen, that's fine too. The call screener will uh when you come on the call screener we'll'll ask you if you want to talk or not, and then he'll put the information in the box and I can read it so so you guys are welcome to call in. Let's get started tonight with the uh, a, the listing of the upcoming events, and I've kind of told you already what we're going to do at an apple seed, about what we're going to teach you. Now, for you to understand exactly what we do at an apple seed, you'll have to attend one, because an apple seed is one of those things, and, and I'm not saying it's any different than uh, than other things, but in order for you to... To truly understand what an Appleseed event is, you're going to have to attend one. I can sit here and tell you all day what the Appleseed, what the event's going to be like on the weekend, and I can give you kind of an understanding of it, but it's no different than if I were to tell you, I could tell you uh, I could cook a fresh loaf of hot bread, and I could take a slice, or I could just tear the end of the loaf off and put some butter on it and take a bite of it, and I could tell you how good it tastes and i could describe it in detail and hopefully by the time i got through you'd be you would be desiring uh, the other end of that loaf for me to tear the other end of that loaf off and put some butter on and hand it to you but you're never going to really understand how it tastes until you take a bite out of it it's the same thing for the apple seed for you to understand what we're going to do what we're doing is is going to require you to attend and Listen, <clears throat> you got uh, fifty weekends a year, and uh, and you have many things you could be doing on those weekends. You have many weekends that you yourself know you just waste. You don't do anything. have you, you get back uh, to the job on Monday and you think, man, that was a waste. I didn't get anything done. I didn't do anything. I, uh, you know, I just I don't feel good about the weekend feel like I wasted it. <clears throat> Here's a chance to eliminate that. Because I can tell you that after attending a rifle, uh, an Apple Seed Rifle marksmanship event, that's the last thing you're going to be saying to yourself is that I didn't get anything done. Your head's still going to be spinning. You're going to be, wow, huh. what am I going to do with all this, with all this information? Uh, you're going to be revved up. You're going to be supercharged. There's going to be a lot that's going through your head. The yeah, Appleseed Weekend, it's kind of like uh, the NASA launch pad. You come to an event, we're going to get you revved up, and we're going to shoot you into space like a space monkey. And uh, and we're going to get you started on helping us, helping your nation, ensuring that the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords you are safeguarded. And that's what we're going to try and do. So, once you've decided that you want to attend an event, how, are you going to, uh, how do you get there? How do you figure out uh, how to get there? How do you figure out how to get to the place where the guy has the fresh, hot, fresh-baked loaf of bread with the butter spread on it so you can taste it yourself? Well, the easiest thing to do is to go to rwva.org. That is our homepage, rwva.org. And... Uh, On the home page, you'll see a list of tabs across the top. The second one from the left says Apple Feed. If you put your cursor on that one, you'll get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, select Schedule. That'll take you to a page that has uh, a map of the United States on it. You can put your cursor on the the state that you would like to attend an event in, and click on that, and that'll give you all the events in that state. Or if you want to see events that are going on uh, all across the United States, there is a link embedded in the text above the map. Click on that link; it'll take you to the page that I'm on now. <clears throat> All right, so you've decided that uh, going to an episode might be a good thing for you, and you've come to RWVA.org. You've got, you clicked on the schedule header, and now you're looking at the event. Listen, don't uh, don't just think about going to an event. Make the decision. Make take the take the, uh, take the uh, go ahead and do it. Don't just think about going to an event. Go to an event. Look down the list of events that are occurring. Find the one that's uh, that is either closest for you or one that you want to attend. It doesn't have to be close. You know, my first Apple Seed, I drove uh, about fifteen hundred miles to get to. Uh, Now, of course, at the time, there weren't that many apple seeds around, so uh, I didn't have a lot of choices, but you do. But it doesn't have to be close. You can go to one in another another state. You can go to one in the next county. All right? Take a look at the listing of the events that we have up. And then once you've decided to go, then go. All right? To the right of the... uh, of each of the locations. Now, the uh, events will be listed by in alphabetical order by the cities, and then the state will be right there behind it, and then the date. Then to the right of that are two more hot links. One that says information. If you click on that, it will take you to the event information page, the EIP, which will give you the information for that specific event on that specific day. It will give you the location. Uh, contact information for the folks in charge, etc. Right below that is another link that says register. Now, this is an important link because once you've made the decision to attend, then what we'd like for you to do is to pre register. And that does two things. One, it makes sure that you have a place on the line. And make sure that whenever you get to the event, they don't say, sorry, we, uh, the line is full. And it's not that we just have an arbitrary number of folks that after that we don't let people in. It's usually set up by the range. Some ranges, uh, like if you come here to Davila, we'll we'll squeeze you in. We we have 90-plus shooters on the line before. We'll squeeze you in. We'll figure out a way to do it, and uh, we'll get you in here. I still need to know if we're coming or not so I can get the supplies right, but there are other locations that only have 12 slots. All right? So... You're going to need to pre-register to make sure that you get a place on the line. Uh, back in the old days, we we didn't have a way to pre-register. We didn't have a Eventbrite or anything. So people just showed up, and that was great. And it's still great if people just show up. I'm just telling you that, uh, number one, you're not guaranteed a place on the line. Number two, it's going to cost you a little bit more, too, and I'll talk to you about that in a minute. All right. So you've decided to come to an event. You've uh, looked up the location. You checked out the e, uh, the event information page. You decide you're good to go on that one. You went to the registration page, and you pre-registered for the event. Excellent. That lets us know that you're coming so that we can schedule the appropriate number of instructors to make sure we have a good instructor to student ratio, that we have enough supplies for the weekend, and. Uh, and I've told you before that there have been cases before where the events have sold out. And if and we secured additional line, either right there on the range or in a couple of cases uh, across town at another location. But the only way, the only reason we did that is because we knew that it was sold out. We knew that those folks were coming. If we don't know, guarantee you, we're not going to do it. All right, uh now the pricing if you pre register for the weekend it's gonna be seventy bucks for the weekend. that's uh two days of instruction and a t shirt all the teaching materials, et cetera. If you just walk on and they happen to have space for you, it's gonna be eighty bucks now, you can come for a one day and uh if you do that, it'll be forty five dollars if you pre register for one day and fifty. If you just walk on for one day. But let me tell you about the one-day things. Uh, There are events that we have listed as one-day events. You know, they're usually Saturday-only events. And if you want to go to those one-day events, that's fine. That's great. Nothing nothing is going to be the same as the two-day events because uh, there are only eight hours and eight hours, and there are 16 hours and 16 hours. All right? So it's not going to be exactly the same. But the course of fire and the instruction is set up to get it all to you uh, as much as we can in that eight hours. If you're going to come to a weekend uh, to a weekend event that's a two-day Saturday and Sunday event, and you can only go one day. Try and make sure that you go on Saturday. Saturday is the day that we give the instruction out uh, and layer it out uh, section by section, piece by piece, and we build it up like we're building a wall of bricks. And then uh, by the end of the day on Saturday, we start uh, shooting the diagnostic tools, the AQTs, to see how you've been receiving the instruction. And then on Sunday, we'll be doing the, much of the same thing. There will be a quick refresher, and then we'll go right back into shooting the uh, AQTs, the Army Qualification Test. And we don't use those. That's not a competition device. It's a diagnostic tool. You shoot it, and we look, into, we look at your targets, we look at your targets. And see how you're doing. That way, we can tell where you need work on. Uh, so, if you can only come on to one day, try and make it a Saturday because that's when we're going to layer all the instructions piece by piece, and that'll be the uh, uh, the most beneficial for you. You can come on Sunday, that's fine, but it's just going to be uh, it'll be a review, a refresher, or a review, and then you're going to get thrown right into it. All right. And if you're if you're good to go with that, you're good to go. But that's just my uh, uh my advice <clears throat> all right uh as I said, it's gonna be seventy bucks for most folks uh but we do have some free categories if you are active duty guard or reserve, then you can register you can pre register at no cost uh. And come to an event at no cost. You'll just need to pre-register by using the uh, the section that says uh, active duty guard or reserve, and uh, then you'll just show your ID when you get there. If you're a law enforcement officer, the same thing. If you're a law enforcement officer, you'll register. I, don't, I believe they have a section for law enforcement officers. And you'll just show your uh, law enforcement ID when you get to the event. You both those both those categories are free. If you are a woman or a child, child being uh, uh, a minor, 21 years or, or under, women are $10 and kids are $5. Now, they used to be free, and the only problem was is that a lot of folks were pre-registering, and then because they didn't have anything invested in it, they just said, well, uh, you know, we got there's a TV show on or I need to go shopping or something, so instead of going this weekend, I'm going to go uh, in two weeks at the next one. That's good, except that that we we send these supplies and instructors based on the number of folks who pre-register. So that kind of jacks with our uh, with our paperwork because those people always they they'll end up uh, contacting us and saying, "Look, I couldn't make it, so can I just move it to this other one?" And that's usually fine. We'll usually do that, but if you think about it. We've already set the price down to 70 bucks for the weekend. Now, that's as much as 10 times less than you'll be paying for a similar weekend, uh, at, uh, at other shooting schools, two day shooting schools. So, $10 is a very, very inexpensive, and $5 is the same thing. Also, the uh, attendance is uh uh it's on the shoe boss's discretion for him to uh to comp people in or uh or to waive the fees etc if you are strapped for cash and you want to come to an Appleseed event we can make it happen contact the shoe boss and let him know that you are strapped for cash but you but you can still scrape together enough to come to the event and uh to make it to the event and go through the course that weekend, I'm sure we can work something out. All right, uh, if need be, email me or PM me, and I'll uh, I'll talk to the person shoot bossing at the event and see if we can't work something out. I'm not going to tell you that I can shove anything through because it's it's the uh, uh, the shoot boss for that specific event is going to be running that event. It'll be up to his discretion on what he wants to do, but I will try and put a, in a good word for you if you need me to. All right. Now, at the same time, we have uh, a new program called Shoot for Free, the Rifleman's Opportunity Card, and this this still goes back to the same um, philosophy that we're not trying to make money at this. We're trying to make riflemen. All right. Money would be nice because. Uh, any of the stuff we do, promo, uh, material, et cetera, it all costs money. But we're more interested in making riflemen in making sure that that folks come to the events, that they hear the message, that they understand what we're trying to do, and that hopefully they understand it to the degree that, that they say, look, I've been looking for something, some way to get involved myself, and this looks like the best way for me. And uh, I'm going to sign on with the program. I'm going to become an instructor with you guys. So in order to facilitate that, we've started up the project, uh, the program called Shoot for Free. And that means whenever you register for an event, the easiest way to do this, when you register for an event, go ahead and uh, get your RWVA membership. Get the... uh, uh, Membership in the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. You can do that online too. I think it's twenty bucks still. It's never gone up. <clears throat> get your uh, uh, members your RWA membership, and then whenever you purchase your weekend, uh, or if you're one of the free categories, when you go to the event, you get the shoot boss. You tell them that uh, that you would like to participate. And the Rifleman Opportunity, the Shoot for Free program, and get the Rifleman's Opportunity card. All right? And that is, uh, uh, and the the Shoot Boss will put a sticker on there, and then he'll sign his name on there. And what that means is that you can continue to come for free until you shoot to Rifleman Standards, until you get your patch. And listen... We have an excellent program. It shouldn't take you six months to do this. It should take you at uh, the most two, two other apple seed weekends, three at the most, making a total of four. You should be able to shoot to rifle and standards within four, four, attending four weekend events, especially if they're consecutive. <clears throat> and so it's good for uh, a year or until you shoot to rifleman standards, because what we want you to do is we want you to come to the events. We want to get to know you. We want you to get to know us. We want you to get to understand the mission of the program. We want you to shoot to rifleman standards, and then we want you to think about becoming an Apple seed instructor. Once you've thought about it, you go to uh, the shoot boss of the event. You show them your uh, Rifleman's patch, and you say, I want to become an instructor. And then he's going to tell you, all right, here's what the commitment is. Whenever you uh, when you sign your name, when we swear you in as an apple seed instructor, here's what you're going to owe. And then you're going to think about that. You're not going to just say, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm just, I'll do it. Just give me the hat. All right? Because if that's what you're doing, we don't want you. What we want you to do is listen to what he has to say. Listen to what the shoot boss has to say about the commitment. Then think about that and decide whether or not that's for you. Because being an apple seed instructor is a commitment. <clears throat> it's a commitment. First of all, you're going to have to go through the instruction in order to become, to, under, to learn how to teach at the program. And uh, then you're going to have to teach at the program. And uh, right now, for the uh, Orange Hats, when you just begin, you're going to have to have a minimum of four events per year. And uh, that means four weekends a year that you're going to need to set aside to teach. And uh, let me tell you something right now, though, that unless you go to an RBC or an IBC, if you're going to learn your craft by, by applying it on the trail and by learning how to become an instructor at an apposite event, by attending events, four events in a year are not going to—it's not going to do anything for you. You're going to be sitting there in neutral, uh, not doing anything. All right. The best way to do this is to jump in, jump in head first. Go to an IBC, go to an RBC, or hit. Uh, uh, like six events, you know, in three months and immerse yourself in it, learn your trade, learn your craft and uh, do your PCs and become an instructor, all right? We'll talk We'll talk more about becoming an instructor on another show but right now, I just want you to understand that there is a commitment to the program. You can't just say, oh, yeah, look, I want the hat. Now, you give me the hat and then I'll see you again in six months because uh, you're you'll be worthless to us, all right? And you're not going to learn anything. And learning things is the whole point of this program. Appleseed is a teaching organization. That's what we do. We're a teaching organization. So understand that there is a commitment. But you don't have to become a, uh, an Appleseed instructor in order to put the Rock card to use, the Rifleman's Opportunity Card. All you have to do is exactly what I said. You get you an RWVA membership for twenty bucks. You pay for a uh, an appleseed weekend. You bring your paid receipt and the uh, membership card or the receipt pay for the for paying for membership to the shoe boss that weekend. You say <clears throat> and don't do it right when you walk up there. All right, have some faith in yourself. Have some faith in the program. All right, you may shoot uh, the rifle standard before the before the weekend is up. All right, that should be your, your goal. If you don't, if on Sunday, if you still haven't made it, if you're still hovering at uh, the 190, 200 mark, go to the shoot boss and get him to validate your card, and then you will come back and you'll continue to shoot uh, until you shoot to Rifleman Standards. All right, so that is the pricing information. That's the rock card. And uh, I told you how to get to the page I'm about to read from. Now I'm going to read from it. These are the events coming up for the next 30 days <clears throat> across the United States. As I said, there is a every weekend, uh, and maybe Christmas is the only one last year that we didn't run, but every weekend within a reasonable driving distance of you is an apple seed event going on, put on by thousands of hardworking, dedicated, extremely professional volunteers who are associated with the RWVA who are paying their dues, who are giving back to their country every weekend. And this next weekend is the 7th and 8th. And that starts off in Biloxi, Mississippi, followed by Byers, Colorado. Cloverdale, Indiana, May, Saturday, May 7th, is one of the one-day apple seeds that I told you about. Fresno, California, 7th and 8th. Hubertus, Wisconsin, Saturday, May 7th, is a one-day. Lake George, New York, the 7th and 8th. New Martinsville, West Virginia, 7th and 8th. Pelham, New Hampshire, 7th and 8th. Tacoa, Georgia. Washburn, Missouri. Waterman, Illinois. Winona, Minnesota. Albuquerque, New Mexico starts the March, 4th, I mean, uh, May 14th and 15th weekend. Followed by Annapolis, Maryland. Augusta, Georgia. Burlington Flats, New York. Burlington Flats is an absolutely, uh, fantastic range there and listen i've spent a lot of time in new york over the last few years and uh, the crew in new york is one of the most professional crews that i've worked with and i hope i had something to do with that but they're extremely professional uh, they've got great locations very dedicated to what they do uh, ed b9 up in new york is just he's the salt of the earth uh josie wales sergeant rock these are good men they're good men in new york and they're doing a fantastic job up there and i I can't say enough about them now i could do this i could go state by state a to z and say the same thing but i'm in new york a lot and i see the guys there and and i know i know firsthand that that's the case and they got some great locations, all right. Because I helped set some of them up, and there's some great locations.
2: <coughs>
1: New York has uh, uh, some really nice weather during the summer, except for the months that I'm there, which is July, uh, where it goes from being in the 70s to the 90s uh, every day that I'm there, and then it drops back down when I leave. But Burlington Flats, New York, May 14th and 15th is going to be an absolutely beautiful. Uh, weather and a beautiful location and right down the road from there they have a uh, a religious center that just has some fantastic outdoor artwork and uh, 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 it's just beautiful there all right uh may 14th and 15th is also carlsbad new mexico colfax wisconsin corpus christi texas hinkley minnesota moscow idaho Mayaka City, Florida, Osage Beach, Missouri, Piru, California, Proctor, Vermont, uh, Red Bluff, California, San Angelo, Texas, Smithville, Texas, Wells, uh Minnesota, Bakersville, California starts off the May twenty first, twenty second weekend, followed by Bellevue, uh Michigan, Blackfoot, Idaho. Brighton, Colorado is a ladies-only shoot, May 21st and 22nd. If you're in Colorado and you'd like to attend an Apple Seed Rifle Marksmanship weekend uh, weekend without, uh, without any guys around, then this is the event for you. Brighton, Colorado, ladies-only, May 21st, 22nd. Chippewa Falls, uh, Saturday, May 21st. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. It's a one-day, Saturday, May, one-day event. Coeur Lane, Idaho, May 21st, 22nd, as is Corona, California. Davila, Texas. East Providence, Rhode Island, Saturday, May 21st. Enfield, New Hampshire, is the 21st and 22nd, as is Hernando County, Florida. Hudson Falls, New York. Las Vegas, Nevada. Layton, Massachusetts. Manon, Pennsylvania. New Bremen, New York. Ossian, Indiana. Piqua, Ohio, Raton, New Mexico, Redwood Falls, Minnesota, Sacramento, California, Worland, Wyoming, Harvard, Massachusetts shows May 22nd only. Uh, now, I'm guessing that's right and not a typo. Harvard, Massachusetts, May 22nd and May 22nd. That would be the Sunday. So that that that's either a one day only on Sunday or that's a typographical error. All right, that, uh, that ends out the May 22nd, starts the May 28th, 29th weekend, which begins in Boaz, Kentucky, followed by Bowling Green, Missouri, Calverton, New York, Castle Rock, Washington. Chaplin, Connecticut is Saturday, May 28th. Chillicothe, Illinois, May 28th and 29th, Dallas, Fort Worth, at the Quail Creek Range is another ladies-only event, May 28th and 29th. Now, this may be sold out. The the Diva Wow Ladies have been selling out almost every event that we put up within uh, just a couple of weeks. And listen, while <clears throat> well, I'm talking about that, let me re- remind you guys. I, you know, we did the show, uh, let's see, a month ago, I believe, when we had uh, Judy Rhodes from the diva wow organization women outdoors worldwide and they are willing they're more than willing to work with Appleseed, putting on events if you want to have a sold out event you contact judy rhodes from uh from diva wow and uh, i can almost guarantee you guys that you can sell out an event bang very easy just by contacting her and putting on a uh a uh, ladies only weekend uh, what more can you ask for because they have their own uh, promotions uh department so they're going to promote it for you and that will uh that one weekend will give you uh, an easy uh, 25 or 30 folks uh on your quota all right so don't hesitate guys contact Judy Rhodes from uh, Diva Wild just google it uh D I V A Da- uh, dash W W-O-W, Women Outdoors Worldwide. <clears throat> Send her an email and let her know where you want to do this and when, and uh, and you guys can get it set up and and you can get a sold out shoot. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you? We do it. The uh, Lauren Lecran W L here in Texas has done. I think this will be either a fourth or fifth. It's coming up now. She's got another one in Lake Jackson in uh, down in Houston. And I'm telling you that uh, they're selling out. So, and and we're not doing the promotions. Diva is. So, as I said, it behooves you to Google Diva, Diva Wow, Women Outdoors Worldwide. I'm sure there's probably plenty of other things that's going to come up if you just Google Diva, Diva, W O W, Women Outdoors Worldwide, and uh, contact Judy Rhodes there and get an event set up for your state so that you guys can pop out uh, one, maybe two, maybe even three events in the course of the year that you can sell out and uh, and start uh, getting some women instructors into your ranks. <clears throat> because, uh, as I told you guys many times before, that uh, the women instructors here at Appleseed uh already the apple seed folks, the apple seed guys, uh, they're, everybody's good. But when you look for the cream in the crop, look for the women instructors, all right? Not only that, but I also joke with people, too. I say be careful. Be careful about asking uh, a female apple seed instructor to do something because because she'll do it. So so think twice about asking uh, asking one of them to do it because uh, unless you really want it done, don't ask uh, one of the female instructors. All right. <coughs> uh, that's the ladies-only event in Dallas-Fort Worth at the Quill Creek Range, May 28th and 29th. Okay, the same weekend, May 28th and May 28th to 30th. This is a three-day event. Eleanor, West Virginia. Uh, Back on the 28th and 29th is Eureka, Kansas, followed by Evansville, Indiana, Fredericksburg, Texas, Gardnerville, Nevada, Gibsonburg, Ohio, Glen Helen, California, Grand Island, Nebraska, Gunnison, Colorado, Kingman, Arizona; Lewiston, Idaho; Manchester, Tennessee; Messina, New York; Menominee, Menominee, Wisconsin; Montrose, Iowa; Mayaca City, Florida; New Philadelphia, Ohio; Rama, Colorado; Ramsers, a three-day event, Ramsers, North Carolina, May 28th, 29th, and 30th. I'm sure one of those days is going to be used for shooting the uh, pop-ups on the actual distance range, where you shoot uh, the automatic pop-up targets. Uh, from uh, 100 to 500 yards. Slippy Rock, Pennsylvania, also 28th and 29th, as is Troop, New York. Troop is one of those locations that I was telling you about in New York that's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, a, a, a very pretty little private range, a hole in the wall thing that's it's just beautiful. Uh, all right, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, May 28th and 29th. Van Etten, New York, 28th. That's Uh, it says 28th and 28th so I'm guessing that's a Saturday one day only event or uh, or you guys need to get the the typographical error fixed Colebrook, Connecticut is Sunday, May 29th one day event, Sunday, May 29th Rama, Colorado is a one day event which is Monday May 30th alright that takes us to June. The first weekend of June, fourth and fifth. Starts out in Amarillo, Texas, followed by Atlanta, Indiana, Bloomington, Illinois, Castleton, North Dakota, Clinton, Illinois, College Station, Texas, Fresno, California, Gainesville, Florida, Hartford for Connecticut, Houghton Lake, Michigan, Lake Jackson, Texas, ladies only, June fourth and fifth. I'm pretty sure that one's selling out. Pretty, uh, I I didn't check before I came on,
3: uh, but I'm pretty
1: sure that that one's selling out. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you one more time. We're not doing this. All we're doing is getting the events on the board, making it a uh, ladies-only event with, in conjunction with the Diva Wow organization, and they're selling them out. All right. I'm, I'm not going to see any more, but I hope that uh, I'll start seeing this. I hope I'll, I'll hear people talking about uh, that they spoke to, Judy Rhodes and the Diva Wow organization and have some events set up with them. All right, that same weekend, June 4th and 5th is Miamisburg, Ohio, Pine Bluffs, Wyoming, Rainbow, California, Sherburn, Louisiana, Shafton, Wisconsin, Tacoa, Georgia, Washburn, Missouri, Waterman, Illinois, Weir, New Hampshire, and uh, that takes us a full month ahead. <coughs> All right, <clears throat> now, uh, as i said, I can see that some people have some questions here in the uh, in the chat, different things about different ranges and stuff. One of the ways you can get the information that you're going to need is make sure that whenever you go to rwva.org that you put your cursor on Appleseed and then you click on Schedule and it takes you to the listings of events, either the whole nation's events or destinations or just the states that you're looking at, that you click on register, because that's going to answer a lot of the questions for you about uh, if a range has any specific regulations. Like some ranges only allow rimfire. That's all they allow. Some ranges only allow uh, rimfire and only allow uh, only allow shooters <clears throat> over uh, 12 years of age, uh, there are all different kinds of uh, different regulations, different information, etc., for the different ranges. And the way that you find it is by following the uh, <coughs> following the the list that I just gave you, and going to uh, rwva.org, and then uh, putting your cursor on Appleseed, clicking on schedule and go to that page, check in information. Then once you've checked the information, you're good to go to that event, then hit pre-register, get pre-registered for the event. Once you do that, then uh, go back to the information page, get the contact information for the shoot boss that's running the event, <coughs> check in with him, and then uh, go back to the uh, to the home page, the front page there, and then uh, let me give you the uh, the exact listing of where it is right here. <coughs>
4: Uh, let's see.
1: Here we go. Go back to the homepage Rwda.org, Put your cursor on Appleseed, and then run down that whole uh, that whole line of pages. There, there's about uh, ten pages. Comments on events. Why April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five? Why come? How to prepare? Locations. Facts. Benefactors, how to be a host women teachers all right uh the our i t people uh, did a great job on uh putting this together and uh and even if you are a Ma uh, instructor, you know once a month, go to the home page and uh, run go go through it and run through all the pages check and see uh what the information that you need is there. <clears throat> all right, so you read through these. You're getting ready to go to the event. You go to the uh, home page, uh, put your cursor on Apple Seed, and read through all of those, how to prepare, et cetera. Uh, then if you still have questions, you can go to the, uh, on the far right, it says email us. All right, if you click on that, you'll get, uh, uh, I don't know how many it is, 49 different hot links. Uh, that's because we have... Uh, uh, 48 continental in the United States, where we're holding apple seeds at. Uh, soon it will be 49 states, because we'll have, be having an event in uh, uh, Alaska uh, at the end of July. But uh, you can email the state directly that you want information from, or you can send a, an information to the rwva.org Uh, email for general information. However, they're probably going to refer you to back to the state that you're asking about information on anyway. So just send it there. But there'll be contact information for the guy that's going to actually run the shoot at the event that you're going to pre-register for. So go ahead and contact them. If you have questions about uh, how to prepare, what to bring, any of that stuff, you'll find the information at rwva.org. And then if you have additional uh, questions, then contact the uh the person listed on the event information page <clears throat> All right, if you have any questions uh that uh, you'd like for uh that you would like to ask us or if you'd like to make any comments <clears throat> remember that you can call into the show uh we we always welcome your calls at 347 308 8790 Three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero, 347 308 and we'll be glad to get you on the air. You can ask your questions on the air. You can make your comments on the air. Uh, if you have been to uh, an event recently and you want to let us know what you thought about it, we'd love to hear about that. If you're uh, an instructor and you want to put out some information, uh, especially if you want to uh, congratulate one of your IITs, on a successful PC. Uh if you want to congratulate somebody on uh on getting their red hat or you want to congratulate somebody on becoming a member of the program, etc. Or, or if you just want to say, look, I have uh instructor so and so that uh he didn't do anything out of the ordinary. He just did his customarily extraordinary job this last weekend, and the weekend before, and the weekend before, and the month before, and the year before, I'm more than willing to put that out too, all right, because uh, here at Appleseed, we are really, really good about working our instructors like dogs, like sled dogs, And, uh, and we're always in a rush, and we're always pushing, we're always trying to to hurry. We're always trying to hurry up and get this done and get the next thing done and get the events set up and get the next event set up and get the promo done. And and we just expect everybody to run uh, 100 miles an hour and we just expect that from them. And when they run 100 miles an hour, we just say, all right, you ran 100 miles an hour. And, and we should be saying, thanks. Listen. You did four events this year. I want to thank you. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we should be thanking our brothers and our sisters, our instructors and our members. Uh, we should be trying to uh, to constantly uplift them, and and make sure that they know that they're a valued part of the program. Make sure that they know that the time that they're donating. Is valued by us That we appreciate it That we know That we see them doing it We know they're giving up time They could be using somewhere else And that we appreciate it Because listen Everybody Everybody Has a life I don't care if you even say you have no life Everybody has a life Everybody has other things they do Everybody Has uh, a wife Or they have kids Or they have uh school or a job and they have births and deaths and uh and sicknesses and and on and on and on and on everybody does everybody has these things and those are the things they could be doing and instead they're they're getting ready on thursday they're packing their car on friday they're uh they're donating the time that weekend to uh, to give to instructing, and uh, and we want to thank them <clears throat> because it's a hard job. It's hard. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not a rewarding job. I'm just saying that that it's a hard job. All right. And uh, and we're certainly thankful for all of our instructors. Uh, <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> uh, okay, I thought I did something wrong on the screen here. <clears throat> okay, the call-in number is 347-308-8790, 347-308-8790 eight seven nine oh so if you have somebody that you want to say thanks to or that you want to mention or congratulate uh etc and uh, it doesn't have to be just apple seed stuff if they've just had a kid or they just got married then you can say that too all right we're we're not so picky that we can't uh, announce something like that all right uh in just a second, we're going to talk about, uh, you remember last, uh, let's see, it's been four weeks now, three weeks, four weeks ago that we had Jack Spierko from the Survival Podcast on the show, and uh, he spoke about about the, the survival prepping uh, mentality, about why you should do it, how to do it, et cetera, and uh, we're going to talk a bit more about that tonight. Uh, we're going to follow up a little bit on that because because I told you that the appleseed folks our folks are some of the absolute best folks in the world and uh and I believe that it is our duty everyone's duty, not just in the appleseed folks, but it's everybody's duty to make sure that you're living your life in such a fashion that when tough times do rear their ugly heads, that you are in a position where you're not going to be sitting there uh, wringing your hands and saying, woe is me, I I can't even feed my own family, let alone help out my neighbor or anybody else. I can't do anything. All I can do is is try and scrabble and try and figure out how to lick my own wounds. And that's not what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the people that provide leadership, even especially in tough times. We're the people that should be heading up uh the neighborhood uh community, uh relief organizations and stuff in hard times. That means that we have to be prepared. We have to be ready so that our stuff our 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 behinds are taken care of and ready so that we can help other people. All right. So we're gonna talk more about that in just a second. But uh before we get before we get to that, we're going to take a couple of phone calls <clears throat> because I told you we want to uh, we want to make sure that we get uh, give folks a chance to uh, to make comments, make suggestions, and especially to talk about uh, or to graduate, congratulate folks. All right, Unbridled uh, Liberty, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. How you doing? How, How are you out? doing this evening? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm just dandy. Great. So what are you up to this evening?
4: Well,
5: um we just uh, I just did a shoot this weekend. My first shoot is a an apple core volunteer and uh had a blast and there's a couple special things about that shoot that I just wanted to mention. Okay. Uh one is that my fifteen year old son went with me and he shot his first apple seed. And um uh, at at my order he didn't really want to go he would rather stay home and um do some things uh video games and stuff but you meant before before you went he thought that way right before yes and so i i said you are going and i don't often do that but uh i did it for him um because i you know i knew it would be good for him and i knew that he would actually like it once he went so I will make a, a long story a little bit shorter but um he did get his uh rifleman uh badge on Sunday uh no kidding. Saturday yeah he I was very very proud of him he uh he struggled all day Saturday and um just wasn't getting it he 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 was having some uh some rifle problems and he was mentally starting to give up, and I, you know, just encouraged him. Uh, we went back on Sunday, and you could tell he was starting to get it. He was shooting in the high, the high 190s, and then he was shooting the low 200s, 201s, and 203s, and then he did a, a 207. And the very last AQT AQT of the day, he got a 220.
1: Well, congratulations and, uh, to him. Is he is he registered on the forum or what's his first name? He he is not yet. His name is Garrett. Garrett. And, well, uh, Garrett. Congratulations to Garrett. Congratulations for not giving up. You could have very easily given up. You could have very easily said, Ah, oh, this is too tough. I don't want to do this. And I already told Dad I don't want to do this. And I don't want to do this. But but Garrett didn't. Garrett said, uh, I'm setting a goal for myself. I'm going to meet or exceed the goal, and he did. And he did meet and exceed the goal, and what did that do for him well he
5: he uh he was of course very excited about about you know appleseed at that at that point but um at the end of the day, we actually had an opportunity to um to pack up our stuff and move up to they have a three hundred uh yard range there and uh we actually went up to the three hundred yard uh shelter. And, uh, the, the shoot boss, Dry Fire, uh, got us all set up up there and, uh, explained how we could, we could translate what we learned at 25 meters to, uh, to the 300 yard thing. So we all got up there and, and Garrett got my AR out and, uh, laid down and I was watching through the spotting scope and we were shooting at some steel and, um, They had several out there. The first one he chose to shoot at was, I think, a 30-inch target. Um, Mm -hmm. And and the very first shot, he put on that steel from
1: 300 yards. Now, how could he possibly have done that? How? Because (laughs) everyone knows that shooting at 25 meters is useless, right? Everybody knows that, that if you shoot at 25 meters, it's not going to do you any good. So how could he possibly have done that? Um, well,
5: just to, he he built a good base and had good fundamentals. And uh, from what he learned with NPOA and everything, um, and what, what we learned from uh, dry fire as far as, uh, you know, the ballistics and the come-ups and all that, he was able to put one on it. And so every subsequent round he was putting, almost every subsequent round he was putting on it. And then he decided that wasn't enough of a challenge, and he wanted to go down to the 10-inch target. And he hit probably fifty uh, percent on that, but the ones he was missing were real close.
2: And right. uh, the, I
5: just sat back and watched through the through the scope, and uh, I just really enjoyed it. And then he got my my grand out and did the same thing on that, and was was putting them on the steel. And so, right, because uh, it he,
1: does translate, it it does translate the same because shooting at twenty five meters and shooting at three hundred. <laughs> Is just a geometric problem. Uh, Now, there's ballistics involved, but your your 25-meter zero and your 300-meter zero are going to be just about the same zero. You're going to have to hold a little bit for it, or you're going to have to put your come-ups on, but it's going to be just about the same. If you shoot to four minutes of arc at 25 meters, then you shoot to four minutes of arc at 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800 meters it translates exactly the same so uh, so there you go
5: that's correct yeah the the very first uh you know the ar it was right on it was zero to 25 and he was hitting that he was hitting it at 300 without any problems the m1 uh, he had to put some clicks on the uh on the rear sight to bring it up a little bit but uh but you know it carried over and i was just so proud of him uh But the other thing I wanted to say too, uh, it couldn't have been a better weekend uh, because of that. And also just watching uh, the other instructors, it was, uh, I'll mention them by name, there was uh, Dry Fire was a shoot boss, Uh, there was Andre, there was Slim, and uh, Dad for Boys uh, were all there. They were all excellent. But I just want to put in a special thank you to Dry Fire, he was just just outstanding. you know, I've seen a lot of, uh, this is my the fourth shoot I've been to. The other three I actually shot. This is the first one I didn't actually shoot at. So I've been to a few shoots, and I've seen a few uh, instructors and shoot bosses, and I can confidently say I've never seen a better uh, shoot boss, a better instructor than dry fire. That's not to take away from anybody else, but this this young man was just a master. And I just want to, if he's I just want to say thank you, um and it was just a pleasure working with them. And uh so anyhow that's uh that's all I wanted to say, Scout, and um one maybe one more thing here that relates directly to what you're about to talk about, and that is um uh, <clears throat> I called probably a couple months ago and mentioned I was uh going through CERT training, community emergency response team training. Right, right, and <clears throat> Okay, so last week when, when the tornadoes went through Alabama, um I think that was on if I'm not mistaken, I think that was a Tuesday or Wednesday, but we actually had a uh a um homeowners association meeting for our subdivision on that Thursday night after that happened. <clears throat> and um you know, I'm, i was going to it anyhow because I'm am I'm, I'm a um uh um Good grief, I just totally lost my train of thought here. I am a block captain. Uh, but you fulfill another function tree. on the board anyway,
1: right? Yeah. Or the Homeowners Association.
5: Yeah, I, I'm a block captain, so I was going to go anyhow. So, uh, but I thought, you know what, I might as well go and talk about uh, CERT while I'm there because this is fresh in everybody's minds. And so trying to get more people in the neighborhood uh, involved with CERT, just in case anything like that ever happened in our community, that we could actually help ourselves, help each other here. And so they were very receptive to that, it was, went over very well, and I was keeping my eyes open for uh, for people who could possibly be in the future, I didn't think that was the right venue, but I could talk to in the future about Appleseed, and I identified one young man who's a firefighter in, in a neighborhood, didn't know, I'd never met him before, but um, but we'll talk about Appleseed at some point, and, uh, but... I just want to encourage everybody if you've not done, uh, gone through CERT training, that it's, it's a it's a good program and um, and it's a good thing to present to your neighbors because just like you don't want to be the only rifleman on your block, you also don't want to be the only CERT person in your neighborhood. You want you want more of them. So, well, I listen, I've
1: got i I've got a couple of questions that I want to ask yeah. you about some other things, but first, but while we're just talking about it right now, we're getting ready to talk about this subject. Uh, in just a minute. That's how we're going to finish up the show. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, you tell folks, uh, most of them probably haven't heard about the CERT programs or maybe they're not offered in their neighborhoods. Most most communities do have it because it will be sponsored usually by the county. But tell us about uh, the your particular program, what it entails, and why it's a good idea. Okay, sure. Uh, CERT is uh, it's funded by, I believe it's funded by FEMA.
5: And it's managed by uh, most, likely, most likely your local uh, division of emergency management, at least it is in, in Fayette County, Kentucky. And uh, what we did is uh, we went uh, for training one night a week for eight weeks, and we uh, it was three hours a night. And uh, one night we might uh, learn about uh, uh, light search and rescue. Another night we might learn about uh, first aid. Uh, another night was uh, firefighting. And so, you know, we would learn a little bit about, uh, you know, those kind of things every week and and the the dangers, uh, both man-made and uh, um, natural-type disasters that could, uh, you know, befall a community and and basically how to prepare for it, what to do, what not to do. And so uh, then on the ninth week, uh, we had a mock disaster, and we put everything that we had learned to use and uh, they had a simulated, uh, in our case, a simulated uh, disaster where a, a, an F1 tornado had hit a, uh, an apartment comp- complex. And uh, we went down there. There was a fire, and there were people screaming. They had people that were uh, made up with uh, moulage, uh, with injuries, fake injuries, obviously, and and they were acting. And, uh, and we quickly found out that uh, you can have the best plans in the world but most of the stuff goes out the window in the first two minutes, and you're just improvising and you're just adapting to the situation and um it was a really good uh really good training uh I know that we're not you know if anything happened we're not totally prepared for anything but uh but there is opportunities to go back periodically for for additional training in specific areas uh you can volunteer to be a victim i actually volunteered to be a victim uh we're having a, a, an exercise coming up in about uh 2 weeks a a mock um, earthquake disaster for I, I it's more than just kentucky this is a bunch of states in the midwest here um so i i volunteered for that
1: so there's all kinds of opportunities to get involved and uh you now know you want to be careful and, with that one though because that's one that uh Ninety-nine percent of Americans already subscribe to that program, the volunteer to be a victim program. Uh, so, <laughs> well,
5: yeah, okay, I got you. Um, but you know, even through that, I'm going to learn how how the other how the the uh, first responders and so forth uh, you know handle handle me and the other people around me. I, and the one thing about cert that I didn't really mention um, th- that I should is that. The, the whole premise is based on this: that if if any disaster like that happens, let's say a tornado comes through, uh, some kind of major thing, um, you know, there could be trees down across roads, power could be out, and first responders. The when I say first responders, I mean professionals: uh, the the police, the firefighters, the paramedics might not be able to get to to our neighborhood and uh, or or to your neighborhood. Uh, for could be hours, could be days, so they can get there, and so uh, you might be on your own as far as the community, and and you're going to have to pull together, and and it would really be helpful to have that training ahead of time, and to know people in your neighborhood ahead of time, and uh, and, and you know have those relationships relationships already built, and that training already built up. So absolutely, I, I you know,
1: mean that's absolutely, that I Th- that's exactly what you want to do because I can guarantee you. That the the, the first per, the first folks that are going to be able to respond are not going to be the the folks that you would expect. The, the, whenever you have a, a local disaster, the first folks to respond are going to be your neighbors because they're right there. And like you said, especially in uh, places like in tornadoes, hurricanes, and stuff like that. Like in Alabama, I was just speaking to uh, uh, J.B. Junior Birdman, who lives in Alabama. And uh, we was, we were talking about that exact thing today. That uh, uh, the first two days of uh, of the after the event were filled with the local people. They got their chainsaws, their tools, and they went and they they got their neighbors out. They got the uh, the trees off of their front doors. They got the trees off of their cars, or or they got the trees uh, out of their houses, or actually off the people. And they are the ones that were there first. Uh, when you have an event, especially something that's—it doesn't even have to be that big. It only has to be actually very small, localized thing. But your fire departments, your uh, rescue, uh, all of that is not—they are not built to handle multiple events uh, at the same time, because because that's not the way things usually occur. They have to handle the events. Uh, that are most likely to occur. Now if if there was some place where there were tornadoes uh every week, then yeah, then instead of having a uh, a firefighting force of uh of 200 men, they probably have 10,000 because that's what they were that's what they deal with. But they don't usually deal with something like this. So you have to understand uh as an individual, as a community member that the first responders are going to have to be you and especially if it's something big like uh like the tornadoes like uh the hurricanes or like Rita uh, you see how long if you if you're going to wait for the federal government to come and get you you're going to wait a long time don't put yourself in that position make sure you do uh make sure you do like what he's doing he's going to the uh the cert he's going there because that's a place to start they're going to teach you what happens how it happens what you can expect what you can't expect and what you need to start thinking about in order to handle a situation like this. And and we're not talking about end-of-the-world events. We're talking about the kind of events that uh, maybe they will never happen, but if they do, you need to have some kind of an understanding of how to prepare for them and then how to react to them so that you can assist your, your families, your friends, and your neighbors. And the best way is just like you're doing if you have a homeowners association, <clears throat> then go to the go to the through the cert program or some equivalent thing or teach yourself, then introduce it to the folks at the homeowners. Try and get them behind you so that you guys can set up a uh, uh a plan. And just like you said, it doesn't matter how good you plan, no plan survives first contact with a situation. It'll always have to be modified. Uh, or completely thrown out the window and restarted, but at least you already you already have an understanding that you need to have a plan and what that what the body of the plan is going to entail. So make sure that you talk to your your homeowners organization. Make sure that you try and get your neighborhood uh, get the folks in the neighborhood to have meetings about this, so that you can at least uh, find out uh, are there. Uh, First responders? Are there paramedics? Are there people with medical training uh, in your neighborhood? And if so, who are they? Uh, Are they willing to help? And and how you could go about doing this? What your what kind of plan you could be? What uh, what equipment is there available in the neighborhood? Do people have chainsaws? Do they have uh, ropes? Does somebody have a tractor? Uh, And talk about possible things that might happen and how you might respond to them if they do, so that you can have some kind of dialogue going on this will get you started in thinking about this because you can't go through you can't go through your everyday life ignoring this it's no different than you ignoring the fact that there are that our nation is in peril and that things have to be done to fix it and that's what apple feed is about the same thing goes with your with your neighborhood with your community uh and uh let's see. I've got uh I've got another caller and Cooper I'm gonna bring you on in just a second. But uh but I had uh, one more thing I wanted to, or two more things I wanted to ask you about and that is uh uh you're an Apple Corps volunteer. All right? Yeah. Okay. And give the folks a quick uh 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 a quick uh uh Briefing on what that means and what you do as an Apple Corps volunteer, because this is open for all of you guys. Yeah, uh, you know,
5: I was originally asked to be an instructor, and I just, you know, I just, I know myself, and I just didn't think that was a good fit. So then the Apple Corps thing came up, and I thought, well, that is perfect for me. And so, uh, what, what an Apple Corps volunteer does. Um, wh- what I told everybody at the uh, at the shoot was basically, you know, that uh, everybody has on their the last item on their job description, other duties as assigned, and that's what basically the Apple Corps volunteer does. Uh, anything that that the, uh, the shoot boss asks them to do, uh, at least for, in my case, I'm willing to jump in and do it. Um, but but specifically uh i did check in uh i checked people in uh saturday and sunday um and um you know handled the uh, you, you know the tickets uh the uh, the collection of any fees uh made sure they ha- everybody had what they needed as far as uh, chamber flags uh you know the uh, freds rifleman packet um t-shirts uh, all those kind of things, and um and then helped out down at the line by uh, pre-scoring targets. Uh, for the shoot boss, anything close enough, you know, I would hand over to to, the, to him. Uh actually uh, walked up and down the line when people were shooting and actually did help out a little bit with uh, people with some of the fundamentals, you know, bend your bend your knee there and, uh, you know, uh, relax your fingers, you know, those kind of things, get your elbow under your rifle, you know, just helping out a little bit like that, especially watching the youngsters uh, when there wasn't quite enough uh Instructors to go around and, and watch all the young people, just kind of keep an eye on their muzzle and things like that. Uh, I wasn't doing things like clearing the line. I was not, uh, I was not you know, talking about three strikes or anything like that. But uh, just about everything else, I was helping with, uh, you know, setting things up, tearing things down. So whatever's asked, uh, at least is the way I envision it, is what an Apple Corps person uh, does. So. Right, and and was it satisfying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, had a great time, and uh, I was trying not to hover over my son. I was trying to get to a different part of the line and stay away from him. Uh, I was trying not to instruct him. I was was encouraging him occasionally,
1: but I was trying not to, you know, uh, do that. But it, it was, right, and uh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come back to that in a second because that's my second one. But let's stay with the uh, with the the. Uh, uh, apple core thing for another second and that is that just like you saying that the in your case you decided that instructing was not something that you wanted to do or that you that you weren't uh uh either you don't have the time for uh, whatever the reason it doesn't matter because uh, because everybody can help out everybody can figure out a way that they can plug themselves into this I think that you chose an absolutely fantastic way to do it. That is, you said, look, I want to help, and uh, I want to become part of the project. I want to become an Apple Corps volunteer. I want to get the blue hat, and I want to help. I want to be part of the team. And you are, and you're a valuable part of the team. And and this is something that is open for everybody. You, If you come to the program and you you see what we're doing and you think that it is a it's a valid way for you to help out, uh, then you talk to the shoot boss, and you say, look, <clears throat> uh, right now, I, I, for whatever reason, I, I don't want to do the instructor thing. It's not just my, not my cup of tea. But I would like to help, and I want to become a uh, an Apple Corps volunteer. And he will put you uh, on the track to becoming an Apple Corps volunteer. And listen, like I said, you don't have to be an instructor. Uh, In order to help You don't have to be an instructor In order to get the satisfaction Of knowing that you got your shoulder to the wheel Just like everybody else You're pushing just as hard as everybody else uh, In order to help safeguard The freedoms and liberties That living in in this nation affords you And I want to tell you, uh, Liberty How much I appreciate what you're doing Thank you very much For accepting the responsibility of, uh, Of becoming an Apple Corps volunteer Wearing the blue hat well, thank you, Scout. It's it's really a
5: privilege and uh especially when I'm working with such fine people. All the Appleseed people, and, the shooters and and the instructors and everything I've ever met have just been wonderful people. It's just uh just it's just a pleasure every time I go to one of these shoots. So
1: all right, and the last thing I want to ask you is this. <coughs> because uh <coughs> you've just pointed out and I want to I want to tell folks that we've gotten really good at uh at instructing kids, women, new shooters. And and one of the reasons and I've I've pointed this out several times on the show, one of the reasons that I think it's so important for the kids to come with their parents and for them to get on the line is because it can have it can have uh it can have ramifications much farther, much broader than you think or that you see immediately but what happens and i've seen this over and over kids will come to events and they're not happy about being there uh they're they're kind of ticked off a lot of times that they had to come they got their uh ipods or whatever those things are that they got their earplugs in and they're they're looking down at the ground they're kicking their feet they're shoveling their feet and and you can tell that they're not happy about being there and uh and then they start going through the day. And one of the things that we usually do, I know that I do this, is uh, I make sure to separate uh families because uh that does two things. One, it lets the other family members enjoy their time. They want to come. They want to learn to shoot. They don't want to have to uh sit there and watch over the kid. They want to learn their self. And so we'll have them on the line shooting, and then we'll get uh, we'll detail another instructor
4: to watch
1: and help mentor the kid. Now this is important because a lot of times, and I'm not saying this is the case with your son, but I've seen it uh, over and over with kids, so usually younger than your son. <clears throat> but a lot of kids, this is their first time that they're ever out in the world and that they're ever doing something where they are treated like adults. And they are treated as individuals. It's not like uh hey, kid, let me tell your dad how to do this and he'll show you it's okay, here it is. Here's what we need you to do and And they listen to you, and they do it, and when they get it right, then they got it right. it's their uh it's their victory, it's their achievement also it it helps prevent the the dialogue between father and son, father and daughter, mother and son, etc., of, uh, look, you're you're supposed to be holding your rifle like this. Well, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Uh, That naturally defensive thing they have for their parents, they don't have for one of their professional instructors. and uh, So they get on the line, they get treated as individuals, as young adults, and then they reap the benefits of that. It's all theirs. And a lot of times, this is the first time that they've ever participated in a group and been treated as an individual, as a young adult. And I'm telling you, uh, over and over, and I've done, uh, who knows how many apple seeds I've done now, but I've done a lot, and I've gone through a lot of kids, and I've seen this over and over. It flips a switch in them, and... uh it does a lot for their self confidence it does a lot to help them not me and not you not the parents it does a lot to help the kid define themselves who am i what am i capable of and and I, and it a lot in a lot of cases it is a life changing event how do i know this because they came back and they told me or they wrote me a letter a year or two years or 3 years later they said look i just want you to know that 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 changed my life, and uh, and even if it doesn't change their life, it's going to be another hardcore, solid peg uh, of confidence building blocks in their life. And I hope that's the way it affected your son. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I
5: I could kind of see that happen on Sunday when he was you know when he he got it when I could tell he got it, and uh, it, it was uh, I something was just clicking there. And maybe it was more than just the you know the fundamentals he was learning. It was like what you're saying. He, somebody was treating him like like an adult. And uh, and dry fire uh, when he he told every after that course the fire was over. He said everybody center up. He said hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. We have a man amongst us who knows who knows what he's about. You know, you could tell. And my and he called my son's name. You know, it's like somebody, he said, I'm a man. You know, and
1: like, that's it. Is, that's it. It's awesome. He and said, we so, have a uh, man amongst us. So there he is in a circle with with his peers now, not just yeah. uh, a bunch of men. He's not there as a boy among men. He's there now among his peers. He's now a man. He's accepted into the group, into the tribe. And this sounds hokey, but I'm telling you, this is the way that men have developed uh, for uh, 500,000 years, and it's, it's part of, of how you become a man, uh, the the rituals, the traditions, and it's very very important to make uh, somebody know that that their achievements will be recognized. That they if they act like a man, they're going to be treated like a man, and and it's very important. And uh, sorry, I've got uh, my phone. <clears throat> Right, yeah, you know, go that's good stuff, Scout.
5: And let me just say this: my son, uh, he went to school the next day, and he uh, he told his history teacher that he accidentally learned some history over the weekend. <laughs> and he's trying to he's trying to recruit his friends now at school uh, to go to to an apple seed. And I said, hey, I'll make you a deal: if they want to go, uh, I will drive them, and uh, and all they have to supply is, of course, their their nominal fee. And, and their ammo, but uh, if they don't have guns, uh, we'll make sure. Don't let that be a barrier. Tell them we'll, we'll provide something. I will provide something. Uh, we'll make sure that, that somebody's got something there for them to shoot. So I'm hoping that we're going to take a, 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 a Chevy Blazer load of,
1: uh, of kids to the next uh, Appleseed uh, that we're going to. So, Well, excellent. Ex- listen, would you please uh, keep us advised of – of your son's uh you said Garrett right yeah okay would you keep us advised of of his uh of his progress and and of uh you know later on you know in a in a couple of weeks or so uh talk to him about it and ask him what he thought about it and if it if he felt that it has made any difference in his life you know in and a, on a man-to-man discussion and let us know what he says. I would be very interested to hear what he has to say about that. Okay, Scout, I will do that. And, All right, and then uh, as call always, me back in a few weeks and let me know. Yep, I, I will do
5: that. And bring him on
1: the air, too. If he, if he wants to come on the air and if he wants to discuss, uh, then uh, then bring him on. Okay, will do, Scout And thank you for your show. I appreciate what you're doing as well. All right, thank you, sir. All right, take care now. All right. Okay, I made Cooper wait forever, and I don't know if the if he got uh, bumped by the switchboard by the server or what, but I don't see his number on there again. So if uh, uh, Cooper, if you'll call back in, I'll put you I'll I'll put you on as soon as I as soon as I see your number on there. All right. Uh, right now, let's uh, let's bring Sprocket on.
4: Sprocket, welcome to the show. And thanks for having me on again. Uh, I'd like hey. to thank that last. I'd like to thank that last caller for calling in. He had some awesome, awesome points. That whole conversation about the emergency response was terrific. Um, I don't know that we have anything in my neighborhood. I mean, you know, I live in a in a building with with uh, three other families, and and you know, we all well, listen. Then it's your other. job. It's your job
1: as a leader to start the program. I'm too busy apple seeding, dude. (laughs) You can't be too busy, right? Because guess what? It's not – you don't do this just so that that, – with the idea being that, well, let me see if I can help these guys, if I can take time out of my schedule to help these guys. You do it the same way that you purchase an insurance policy or anything else. You say, let me talk to these guys so that if something happens – they can help my family. If something happens, I need them to help my family. That's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to think about it, and that's how you're going to make it happen. <clears throat> you're going to talk to the folks so that, uh, you know, you you can't do everything by yourself. You're going to need, especially if something happens that is uh, is a really tough times type situation, you're going to need the help. Of your community, and the way that you start is, is by talking to your neighbors, and by getting it started. And and listen, I, I, even if you do a lot of apple seeds, and I do a lot, even if you do a lot, you still have time to to talk to your folks, to talk to your your uh, your neighbors and stuff. And listen, uh, you guys know JB, right?
4: No, I'm not sure. I know him by uh... Uh,
1: Junior Birdman. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard the name. Okay. Well, he he and I have uh, have been uh, working together, and uh, what we're doing, I'll tell you guys this, since it's not any secret information. <clears throat> we're writing up uh, a manual on, on uh, uh, preparedness and survival, and it's a very, very comprehensive one. JB wrote the uh, original instructor manuals, uh, the original. Most of all the original manuals, all of the original, uh, if, it, if it, it's Appleseed, it has its root in JB. And uh, he's a very detail-oriented person. You know, a, uh, he's an engineer and a pilot. And uh, he's very, very uh, detailed about it. Anyway, he and I are writing uh, the uh, a very detailed uh, manual on this. But the way we started out is we've we've been organizing pods across the United States. we've got uh, a, He's got a group there in Alabama. I've got one here in Texas. We've got another one in uh, California and Kansas and New Mexico. <clears throat> and the pods uh, are simply folks that have gotten together and said, look, uh, I'm talking to my neighbors, to my dad, to my cousins, to my brother. We're all going to get together uh, this weekend, and we're just going to talk about – what we would do if something happened. So what we did is we put together. First of all, we just put together like a, a five or six page introduction thing, and it just introduces you to the concept of survival and prepping. Why would you do it, and how you would do it, and uh, and then he uses that to uh, we use that to introduce it to the folks. So if you, any of you guys need uh, any of the information what i'll do uh, a little bit later on is uh is i'll i'll post a uh a an address for you to to get it from and then we will be sending we can send out the uh the manual uh in chapters as it comes out the next chapter is on water uh how to uh filter water how to store water how to purify water uh your body's uh, the physiological needs of your body why it's important et cetera but uh, we'll be glad to help you guys get started because it is very, very important as a as a rifleman. Now you you have there's a whole spectrum of things that you need to be doing. You need to be uh, working with your with the uh, uh, Appleseed project as an instructor. That's what we'd like you to do, and we would like you to do that so that you can teach folks the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship and talk to them about their history and their heritage and get them to start thinking about being the uh, the people who safeguard the freedoms and liberties in this nation. And as a rifleman, you never stop learning, you never stop teaching. And you need to be ready uh for for all eventualities. And I'm not talking about any any type of alien invasion or or life-extinguishing comment, and I'm certainly not talking about any type of armed revolution, all right? No, none of those things are the things that we're talking about. What we're talking about is for you to be able to be a leader in your community, the leader of your family, a leader in your community, for you to be prepared enough and to provide leadership to help get your family and your friends and your neighbors through an event, to through something like the, uh, like the tornadoes in Alabama. Uh, this last week, and uh, and that's what we want you to get started thinking about because because it's important because it's guaranteed at some time uh, or other in your life to happen and it makes you a better person it makes you a stronger person it makes you a more confident person. Uh, okay, before I launch into the whole spiel, finish up uh,
4: finish up Sprocket with your. Uh, I mean, you don't have to finish. Oh, Just okay. Continue, um, continue talking. You know some of the some of the some of the topics that that were touched on were you know the application of uh the skills and the foundational process we give shooters um and how it translates directly as soon as you start reaching out uh this past weekend I was fortunate enough to take a high power clinic um that was geared around the CMP style shoots as opposed to the NRA high power shoots and um I shot with uh we kind of – you know, I was there with a couple guys that I knew, uh, we carpooled and things like that. So we all kind of grouped together and had coffee and shot the breeze while we were waiting to, to do our deal. And there was uh, another Appleseed instructor who shot extremely well until you got to the standing stage. Um, there was a gentleman that I carpooled with that had – shot rifleman right previously and decided not to um continue with the Apple Seed. He's, he's doing other stuff, but he and I are still pretty good friends and uh tight really tight friends actually. And um he shot terrifically uh in the phone, he shot terrifically sitting and fell apart standing. And when I say fell apart, out of a hundred possible points scored in the string, um scores were in the sixties and seventies. Um I was real proud of the fact that I shot a 91 out of 100 standing, but in the rapid fire I dropped three. I did not fire three rounds and I only scored a 64. So, um, how, you know, all the skills that I have been teaching and all the skills that I've been trying to practice in between teaching sessions, you know, it it does, it works. I mean, it's we, we tell people to trust the MPLA once you get it. Well, once you get you right from a and patch and, you, and you've trusted those things that we've taught you, you need to trust yourself to go do it at known distance, and um, the thing that the real important thing is that it, it does translate exactly. Um, there's there's a, a, a certain learning curve when you start reaching out past two hundred and three and four hundred, you know a lot of things we talk about with known distance but yes it it like all the foundations the sick- the breathing, the rhythm, once you got it, I, it took me a long time to find the breathing room and the rapid fire, and that's why I dropped the shots but um you know everything that we we teach during the course of a weekend it translates it's it's directly associated with that stuff you know it's it's it does it works, I mean, you know we can say it all day long, but go test it. I challenge anybody out there who doesn't believe to go test it. And prove it. Prove it to your A, yourself, and B, prove it to us. You know, you'll come back and say, yeah, you know, I banged out these great scores uh, because of what you guys taught me. And and it was really neat. I mean, I had the conversation with my, with my buddy on the, on the ride back, and he's like, you know, I definitely would not have been able to bang out the scores I did had I not taken that apple seed before. And I thought right, that was – the stuff a, that we're a, a thinking re-
1: with apple seed is not stuff, it's not some fantastic new method that uh, – that we have just thought out, and we said, "Hey, let's let's experiment with these space monkeys and see if it works." This is this is the conventional. Uh, so these are the skills and techniques that are tried and true, that have been boiled down from 500 years of firearms, from uh, uh, from billions of rounds that have been fired. All we've done is we've trimmed off the fat. We boiled it down to its essence so that we can give it to you in a weekend. And these are the fundamentals. These are the things that you're going to use, whether whether you're using it by the term that we call it, a natural point of aim, or if it's just some nebulous thing that you've learned, uh, it's the same thing. And you're going to have to use these skills in order to make the shot. I don't care what you're doing. If you're shooting high power, if you're shooting tin cans, it's, it's still the same thing. You're going to have to have these fundamentals. Most people, it takes them 40 years of, uh, of banging around to in order to pick these up and to pick up all the skills and techniques that you need. We're going to give you a jump start on that by teaching them all to you in a weekend. Well, we'll introduce them to you, and we'll do our best to teach them to you. Whether you whether you grab them up or not is going to be up to you. But we're going to present it to you in a weekend. We're going to give you everything you need in the weekend to get you started on the path to becoming a rifleman to be able to shoot to uh, a 4 minute of arc standard Uh Listen, I'm not going to take you off the phone, uh, Sprocket.
4: No, by all means, I'm going to drop out. You keep keep rolling, but thanks for having me on again, and, and keep rolling. There's a good conversation uh, happening, so by all means, everybody have a great night. Thanks for having me right. on. Thanks, Sprocket.
1: All yep. right, Cooper, Bye. welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, how Been you doing? i dropped off
0: three times, I think. I'm doing yeah, great.
1: Yeah, I, I keep seeing that you keep popping off. I wanted to hurry up and get you on yeah. while, while you were on this time.
0: In and out, in and out. Thanks for getting me. Um, actually, mine's really short this time. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I have two thanks to give. One is, I was handed a green you, before hat. You, Cooper, if, before
1: you go any further, yes. there's some kind of cartoons or something going on in the background?
0: Uh, it's let me it's kind it of down. overriding your, your that, call. That's actually, let me see if I can get to, shut up. Here we go. It's not a cartoon. We'll, we'll take the second thank you first. Okay. But the first thank you is is to Court out of Connecticut and his work with the Middlesex County Volunteers. Um, I purchased all of their DVDs of fife and drum music, which I now play when I'm running shoots, and it really helps to set the mood. Are you there? Okay. Ah, yeah, so that that's what you're hearing is is, uh, is, is fife and drum from uh, the Revolutionary War era that it just really helps frame things for people while they're shooting and I have to thank Court Jester for, for pointing in that direction and saying, hey, this stuff is great. The second again is really brief. Um, I I was handed a green hat just last weekend in Decorah, Iowa, at the uh, at a, a an event that I actually I, I found the it's kind of a complete thing. I I found I found the range, I made the connection, I I seven stepped them about Appleseed, and they signed on, and it was a great shoot. But the thing I have to do is is to thank uh, Mocha for being my inspiration for uh, for going on, just past rifleman, past instructor, to try to make a a greater impact, especially here in the in the Midwest for the for the growth of appleseed. How is she doing? No idea. I hope so okay. well. Haven't heard I haven't heard much of her for some time. Uh I know she worked her butt off with the WLX stuff. And um things got real quiet for a while. Okay, I and that's the that was
1: well. the first the first thank you or the second one?
0: Well that was actually was supposed to be the first, but it ended up the second because the uh the Middlesex county volunteer noise in the background maybe reverse the reverse the order so two was okay. one and one was two. Thank you courtchester for queuing me in to uh, Middlesex county Volunteers and the wonderful fife and Drum music and the other is thank you for mogut for being such an inspiration but uh. I have I have put my shoulders to the wheel and have no intent in stopping.
1: Well, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, and where are you at? You are in you're in the Northeast.
0: Actually, no, I'm I'm dead center middle. I'm I'm I live where where Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa come together. So I've been busy. Trying, uh, not trying, I'm I'm making effort. I'm I'm making progress. Um, Developing apple seed ranges and sites in northern Iowa. Wisconsin is well represented and strong, and Minnesota keeps growing. And I'm helping out uh, Loves to Hunt and Iowa Mark and Alex down in Iowa to get their program Growing as well.
1: Well, that sounds excellent. Okay. All right. Did I'm you have anything, harass- anybody else that you wanted to give a, a pat on the back to or or to give any congratulations to? Oh, there's to? too many
0: people to give a pat on the back to. There's too many.
1: Way, way <laughs> too many.
0: It's like, welcome back, guy. Welcome back, Sunfowler. Welcome back... A decade, well, we haven't been around a decade. Welcome back six years of appleseed wonders. I'm just so overjoyed to watch Project Appleseed coming back together in health and and growing with such promise. I think I think we're going to save this country. Well, well
1: I thank certainly you agree. all. I certainly agree. Uh, thank you all. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. And uh, and any time that you guys want to call in, especially if you want to give thanks to somebody, if you want to uh, uh, give somebody a pat on the back or congratulations or anything like that, please feel free to do so. You can call in at 347 Nine zero, and we'll be glad to take you anytime and Cooper thanks and Scott thanks for taking the call
0: have a great All right. night
1: thank you sir <laughs> alright uh, we didn't we really didn't cover it a lot but let me get back to
3: to just an over
1: uh, a quick overview of this <clears throat> and that is that if you are an Appleseed uh, member, if you're an Appleseed instructor, then and I'm sure you hear the folks talking about this on the line, then you're already you're already part of the elite. You're already part of a uh, of a cut above the rest of the folks in the nation because it means that you are doing something. You are doing something in order to help make yourself be better, and to improve your own lot, uh, to learn more. And and then if you accept that, if you accept uh, the six steps to firing the shot, if you know about that, then you will also know that there's a seventh step, and that's passing it on, teaching, becoming a teacher. Now, whether you're doing that under a hat or you're doing it under your own head of full head, hair, or your your own bald head, it doesn't matter because each and every one of us are teachers. You know, any knowledge that you have, I don't care if you if you know every secret of the universe, unless you open your mouth and you give that knowledge to somebody else, it's absolutely worthless. It's meaningless because whenever you go, when you pass on, it all goes with you. Unless you've given it to someone else, so your job as a seventh stepper is to pass on the knowledge that you get in apple seed. And like I said, you don't have to be an instructor. You don't have to. uh, You don't have to go to the libraries and hold uh, library apple seeds, but you have to pass it on in some way. Some in some way, you have to pass on that knowledge that you have. So everybody is going to be a teacher, and. The folks that come to Appleseed are the folks that are there at the end of the day on Sundays. Those are the folks that are the natural leaders of their communities. All right? And what we need for you to do now is is realize that in addition to the rest of the stuff that you're going to learn at Appleseed that you're going to pass on, you need to realize, I don't think I have to tell anybody, and I'm not uh, any kind of prophet of doom or anything, I'm just telling you that at some point in the future, you, your family, your community perhaps, your your state, your county, is going to be faced with some difficult times. And this could be from, uh, from a tornado. It could be from an ice storm. It could be uh, from a wildfire. It could be from anything. And you, as an Appleseed leader, need to know that you are prepared to, first of all, take care of yourself and your family, all right? That's your first mission, taking taking care of yourself and your family. And then to do so in such a fashion that will allow you to, instead of being sitting there wringing your hands about how are you going to take care of yourself, where is your next meal coming from, how are you going to get the medicine that you need or your family members need to survive, that you're going to prepare in such a fashion that it allows you to become uh, a leader in your community. Now, I'm not saying that you have to to do anything spectacular. What I'm saying is you need to think about this. You need to have a plan. You know why the events on April 19, 1775, worked out the way they did? It was because they had a plan. The the later-on myth of the uh, individual spontaneous uh Uh, colonists uh, coming forward to uh, to take care of uh, of defending their nation defending their freedoms and their liberties that is a myth the reason it worked out so well is because they had a plan that they had worked out well in advance and then they followed the plan and it was a spectacular success that's why because they had a plan listen if you don't have a plan if you haven't put together uh, enough food, water, shelter, uh, security, and energy to guide your family through uh, a two-day event or a three-day event or a five-day event or a 30-day event, what's going to happen is you're going to be put into a situation where you're almost guaranteed to make bad decisions. In order for you to make a decision, a, a correct decision, you have to do it out of strength. The only way you can do it out of strength is making sure that you're prepared for the situation. All right? It's no different than making the shot. You don't haphazardly go out on the line, uh, jack a round in the chamber, toss the rifle up to your shoulder, yank the trigger, and put a round to the target. All right? That's not the way it happens. When you make a shot, you make a shot with a plan. First you get your sling right. You build a stable shooting position. You determine your natural point of aim. You shift that onto the target. Then you execute the shot by the six steps. That's your plan. And what does it do? It allows you to put rounds on the target. That's what having a plan does. That's what uh, having a plan and being versed in that plan does. It allows you to succeed. That's what having a plan did on April 19, 1775. It allowed those folks to succeed with their mission. Now n- everything that you do in life is going to be relative to that. You're going to need to have a plan. Now I'm not going to say that your plan, you have to have a plan for every single eventuality. What you do is you plan for the most likely to occur events. And what's most likely to occur? Uh it's going to be something like I mentioned earlier. It's going to be a an ice storm. It's going to be a uh, a thunderstorm with tornadoes. It's going to be uh uh power failures. Uh those are the most likely things to occur. It's gonna be uh you coming home uh tomorrow and getting a call from your boss and saying, Look, I meant to talk to you about this before you left.
0: Uh and I hate to break
1: it to you like this, but <clears throat> but we, we can't use you anymore, alright? I'm gonna have to let you go. Uh yeah, I got uh I can give you a week's pay to kind of help you on but but we just don't have any we don't have any more jobs for you and uh, and now you're out of a job all right now if you've got a wife and kids uh this is this is a pretty important thing what are you going to do how are you going to get through this listen if you've uh if you've gone to the store on a weekly basis, and you've thought about this, and you say, you know what, uh, I'm going I'm to start living my life in such a fashion that I'm going to live my life, I'm going to live a survival-type lifestyle. That means I'm going to uh, prepare on a weekly basis in the same way that I send in my monthly check to pay for my insurance account, in the same way that I send in my monthly check for my health insurance, I'm going to take care of my survival insurance. That means when I go to the store this week, if I'm gonna buy two cans of uh uh of beans, because that's what I usually eat in a week, my family and I, we usually eat two cans of ranch saw beans or uh, two cans of green beans, uh a bag of rice and uh uh you know, and uh two cans of soup. Then this week when you go, you go, I'm gonna get one extra can of soup, I'm gonna get uh, one extra can of beans, I'm gonna get uh, one extra bag of rice this week. That's all I'm gonna do. Next week, I'm going to do the same. At the end of the month, what do you have? You have a week's worth of food prepared that you've you've stored up. At the end of a month, you've got a week's worth of food already. Then you do it again the next month. Same thing. Now you have two weeks' worth of food. You do it again the next month, and after four months, you have a month's worth of food that you now have in excess of your normal supply. A month's worth of food. Listen. That doesn't sound like a lot for you and your family. But I tell you what, when if that call comes in and you and they say, uh, look, uh, so and so, I'm sorry, but we can't keep you on. There's going to be a big, a very big difference between you saying, "All right, I've got uh I got nothing. I got maybe 4 days worth of food." In the in the and uh, in the uh, in the food uh, closet at home, what am I going to do? How am I going to feed my family? And saying, uh, okay, I've got thirty days worth of food. All right, uh, this is going to be a little bit hard uh, on some stuff. And and no, we don't have steaks and stuff like that. But I've got thirty days worth of food, so at least that much uh, I'm good to go. All right, that's what I'm talking about: is living that type of lifestyle of saying, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Here's what I'm I'm going to do. We use uh, just regular unscented Clorox uh, to clean the clothes with. My wife put that in the clothes to help bleach them out. When she gets through with that Clorox bottle, that two-gallon Clorox bottle, I'm going to rinse it out real good. I'm going to fill it with water. I'm going to put it in the closet. That's two gallons of water. I'm going to do that uh, for the next uh, six months, and that's going to give me 20 bottles, 40 gallons of water. Uh, And then next time I go to the store... I'm not going to rush out tomorrow and do it at a high price. I'm going to keep my eyes on the uh, newspaper, on the on the deals and stuff. Next time they're selling those cases of bottled water, 24 uh, bottles of water, for $4.99, which they do all the time. You can get it from Lowe's or H-E-B or Kroger's or wherever. I'm going to buy – I'm going to take 10 bucks. I'm going to buy two of those. All right? And then uh, next month I'm going to take uh, 10 bucks. I'm going to buy two more. So now I've got uh, – uh, 96 bottles of water uh, in the closet, along with the 40 gallons of water that uh, I put in the Clorox jugs, or uh, you know, or in the uh, in the milk jugs or juice jugs, etc. And uh, and I'll uh, if you, like I said, if you guys want to, if you want to get in on the uh, uh, on the survival manual that is coming out, then we'll be glad to send you the chapters as they come out. You can email me at range scout, one word lowercase r a n g e s c o u t at hughes h u g h e s dot net, and we'll send you the chapters as they come out. The first, the next coming one is water. If you do this, and like I said, you're not waiting. A person who's preparing doesn't wait until they get the news. Hey, a hurricane's on the way, and dash out to the Uh, depleted stores to try and get enough for their family because now uh, they're a troublemaker. They're part of the problem. They're part of the the excited, panicking hoarders. All right? Uh, You don't have to put yourself into all these positions, uh, all these uh, these possible troublesome positions if you're just going about your life doing this uh, on a weekly basis. If you... If you uh, if you go and buy two uh, five gallon or six gallon gas cans and you keep the gas uh, in your garage,
3: and uh, and then once a
1: month you take those gas cans whenever you need some gas in your vehicle you take those gas cans you pour it into your vehicle put the cans in your vehicle and you go and you fill them back up and you keep the fuel fresh that way that means you always have ten to twelve gallons of gas uh, that can you can use and you do this as part of living your lifestyle you don't uh, there's nothing that's added on there's nothing that there's no huge expenses you have to go through you just have to figure out how to do this as part of your lifestyle we'll be glad to help you email me at range scout at net, and i'll be glad to uh, send you the updates as they come all right the first thing you need to do is get to an apple seed get to an apple seed go through the two-day course decide if it's for you if it is become an instructor and help us with this help us with passing on this information, help us with getting the nation straightened out. All right. Uh, This is going to be something that I'll uh, talk to you about again in the upcoming weeks. All right. Uh, We'll see you again this next Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central, at uh, the Rifleman Radio Show. Until then, thanks for everybody that tuned in. Thanks for all the folks uh, on the chat the information there. Thanks to all the folks who called in. And uh, we'll see you this next Tuesday. I mean, I'm sorry, not Tuesday. Next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. All right. Until then, uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, remember, you don't have to be uh, any type of a uh, member, instructor, etc. to get the word out. Make sure you're bringing somebody to an Appleseed event. Make sure that... uh, Make sure that we're seeing you on the lawn. All right, take care. God bless all, and we'll see you next uh, Thursday, p.m. Central. Good night.